You're listening to the Fairies and Folklore Podcast by Renal. I'm dark fantasy author Renal Janssen von With nearly a decade of digging around in dusty folklore books, researching creatures of imagination that ignited my curiosity, I'm here to share the folklore in a nutshell and how I reimagined it for my writing in An Origin of the Fae. This is the Fairies and Folklore Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Rinal Janssen von Vieren. You can just call me Rinal. In today's episode, we're continuing our exploration of the Feyre. This episode is brought to you by my book, Once, Tales, Myths and Legends of Fairy, available in ebook, paperback and audiobook. Go to rinaldemissmaker.com forward slash my hyphen books for more. We are continuing our exploration of the Fey Realm. Today's subject, Magic Portals and Entrances to Fairy. Folklore in a Nutshell by Renal. Most of the time, portals that lead to the eerie, seldom visited and sought after hidden places are called magic portals. Only an elite few even know of their location which they jealously guard, while some may stumble upon them when the stars align. The truth is that the fair only really live in fairy. The places in our world where we can interact with them is only due to the rift which has allowed parts of fairy to break off and end up in our realm. These places act as portals between fairy and the human realm. In Wales, fairy rings are quite common. It is believed to be created by the Fae as they dance. Humans and most animals avoid it, but sheep have no issue with it and will gladly eat the trodden grass. Most fairy rings aren't just made up of trodden grass, but also surrounded by mushrooms forming a nice border. And though there are scientific reasons for some mushrooms to grow like this, spreading in a complete circle, there is no scientific explanation for the person stepping into the ring being transported to fairy or frenetically dancing until exhaustion or death takes them. Though there aren't many fairy rings in Ireland, it does have countless other portals, hills, hawthorn trees, caves, wells and other sacred places. If one doesn't wish to go to fairy, it's best to keep curiosity at bay. And now for my interpretation of the Fae, in an origin of the Fae, the in-between. The in-between is a shadow world, a prison. Only powerful Fae can move easily between it and the other realms. Only the Fairy Queen, the Dark King and the Assassin can accomplish this. Even Anko stays away, but only because death doesn't exist there. Others need special ingredients that come at a price. The first fire given to man by dragons, eternal flame, water from a sacred spring carried in a special crystal chalice, wood from the heart of an oak tree. Only a dryad's tree will work. The in-between takes the life essence from those trapped there, though it doesn't kill them. It slows away their body and soul. Those who are powerful or in great need can communicate with someone close to them on the outside, but it takes even more of their life essence to do so. The in-between is a cruel place. Fae, led by the Kaichi, have to take the light to the in-between to keep balance between darkness and light, or all the realms will fall to the all-consuming darkness of the in-between. Origin of the Fae The Wildwood 
The wild wood was formed after the rift that tore fairy to pieces. It is a place neither in the mortal realm nor fairy. It is filled with magic and wonder. Wild fae live there. They have changed over time in ways that other fae hadn't. It is the easiest way to travel between realms, but it is extremely dangerous. Wild magic runs through the wildwood, but if you can find a copse of trees that connects the wildwood, you can safely travel to where you need to go. Especially if traveling out in the open is too dangerous. Origin of the Fae Fairy Rings The only safe rings to use are those with white flowers, white stones and white mushrooms. These rings will take you safely to wherever they end up. Pairs of fairy rings work together, creating a portal from one location to another. The grass inside a fairy ring will always be different than the grass outside of the ring, something to do with their portal quality and where they lead to. Pixie rings are technically fairy rings, but they do not have stones and always have tulips among the mushrooms. These rings shouldn't be trusted. Pixies are fond of pranks. Never destroy the mushrooms of a fairy ring, as it will cause great tragedy to you, if a fairy ring needs to be dismantled before it can be finished. The mushrooms sprout first. Carefully remove the mushrooms without breaking them. Put them in a plastic bag, seal the bag and dispose of it in the garbage. It will end up somewhere safe for the fae to create a new ring. Origin of the fae Fairy Circles their only defining characteristic, a different grass type growing in a circle within another type of grass. Sometimes it is obvious, the queue growing in felt grass. But the true fairy circle, the one created by the Kushi, usually has a type of lily in the circle that still looks like grass to fool the eye. Fairy circles can take you wherever you wish to go and do not need another fairy circle to deliver you safely at your destination. Fairy circles are rare. The Kushi do not believe in allowing great power to be accessible to just anyone. A dead fairy circle will have nothing growing inside. It will be a circle of barren soil surrounded by grass. This can mean various things, but usually it means that all the magic in the area is depleted by a great battle, or that the Kushi who created it was dead and had been the last of their bloodline. Origin of the Fae Magic Portals Momentary Created by human magic users, warlocks, witches, druids, etc. Something strong has to be channeled to create these portals. Standing stones, meteoroids, the full moon, the blood, bones and scales of a dragon, etc. Origin of the Fae, Caves and Tunnels Thanks to the dwarves and Duagar, what happens within the earth can be in either fairy or the mortal realm. Caves and tunnels can lead anywhere even dangerous places no one should ever go. As a little bonus, let's look at magic portals in Afrikaans. Tuwerwee. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Fairies and Folklore podcast and that you've learned something new about fairy. Remember that you can get a transcript of this episode in the description. If you're new to the podcast, why not go and grab your free copy of Unseen, the second book in the fairy tale series, on my website, renaldemythmaker.com. Loads of folklore, magic, and danger await. Take care.